Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Rise of Human 2.0. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. I really never thought in my life that I would be living in the world of the age of retardation. <laughs> and it is here. I mean, when they said in this in the 70s that age of Aquarius, I was like, cool, that's going to be interesting, kind of crazy, you know, whatever that's going to be. But we've passed the age of Aquarius. We're now in the age of retardation. And I can prove it, and I'll show you tonight all the crazy stuff that is going on. You will just scratch your head and go, wow, yeah, okay, I got it. But before we begin, let's talk about something really cool. That's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is your landing page. And they have got some great new specials going on that you need to know about, like women's sleepwear for, say, 50% off with your promo code. And what's your promo code? Bards, B-A-R-D-S. That's your promo code. And you can use your promo code anywhere on my store site, on the Frank Speech site, and on, of course, all over the MyPillow site. So you've got women's sleepwear, 50% off, men's sleepwear, 50% off, great smashing deals. You even have mattress toppers, 50% off. These are like big new specials he's got going on for all of us great patriots out here. And, of course, you've got my pillows as low as $19.98, and the my slippers are back on a big special of 50% off. So if you go, you can go to the Bards page, but that page isn't going to get updated for a few days because they're updating their website. So instead, go to the My Pillow page and go down to the radio listeners box and click on that. And just like magic, you'll be right there to these great savings. And you can use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and you can support what I think to be is one of the best companies in America right now. The biggest thing is we have to use our dollars as a mechanism of voting. If, I was, if someone said, what do you think about voting? I'd say, um, it's corrupt. How, do you, how are you going to vote? With my dollars. I'll support companies that support America and support liberty. That's pretty simple. And that's how we do it. So anyway, away we go. So next is our Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. That's the Bard's branded coffee. And that's a, one of the best coffees on the market right now for the warrior of our time. It is designed to boost your health, boost your mental focus, and sustain that over the whole day. And when you go to Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com, you're going to find a whole ecosystem of health products. They're all designed to work together to bring to give you back your health sovereignty. Those include the coffee, which is a foundation. We've got the gut health triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, keeps you healthy and strong, keeps all those other things going on in your body. And then we've got the immune, immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract high in vitamin C. And then we have the Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market, which can isolate all the pathogens in your body, include, including the full line of 
SARS-CoV viruses that they keep creating to try to kill us. Even the fake ones, it'll kill those too. And you've got Earth, which is a full body supplement, nutrient powder. Mix it with water, drink it like a shake once a day. Fantastic sets of products, all designed to boost your whole ecosystem and health, keep you strong in this time of bio-warfare as they try to eliminate humanity. We're not going to let it happen. So there you go, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Finally, The Founder's Bible, TheFoundersBible.com. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, in the coupon section to get 20% off on those Bibles. These Bibles are literally gorgeous. They're like a work of art. They are an heirloom Bible for the family. They're also fantastic, not only for a history lesson in God's Word and the way our founding fathers use Scripture as a living language, but they also are great for homeschoolers. So what an amazing gift if you know homeschoolers. So again, check it out, thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS for 20% off. So Patriots, let me just, a couple crazy things that are going on today. Uh, One of them is that um, we literally had in Hong Kong, there were, there was a animal, there was a animal store, pet store, that they found COVID in the hamsters. (laughs) I'm not making this up. COVID in the hamsters. And so they now have to destroy 2,000 hamsters and the couple has to sequester themselves or whatever they call that, quarantine themselves for fear of a COVID outbreak spread. You really just can't make this stuff up. And we are dealing with a level of insanity right now in our world that cannot be described. And the more that we go down these paths, the dumber people get. I don't know if you heard the other day that there was a woman whose child tested positive for COVID, the PRC test. So she put the child in the trunk. Again, not making this up for real. Put the child in the trunk so the child would be isolated until they got home. I mean, The problem we're having, when fear takes hold of people and they stop thinking, they start acting like they're acting right now, which is really stupid. I mean, we are dealing with a level of retardation that's becoming a new normal. And that in itself should disturb everybody as we go through this. The challenges that we have in, in in all of this that we face is the fact that we're trying to coexist with people that, quite frankly, I'm not sure they can coexist too much. But in another great example of, of craziness, the Canadian doctor today has diagnosed the first case of its kind. And, and, and this, is, this should shock everybody. You should be very concerned about this. <laughs> you should be very concerned about this. Um a man, an older gentleman was found in the hospital to have trouble breathing. And yes, Patriots, I'm sorry to tell you, but he was diagnosed with global warming, climate change. He was diagnosed with climate change. I am serious about this. The doctor, when interviewed, literally said, um, well, I had to get to the systemic problems. So we have to stop just diagnosing the pro- the the." the symptom and we have to get to the core of the problem. And so I know that's a radical decision, but in doing so, I'm hoping to bring awareness 
to the greater cause, the cause effects of sickness. And so we, uh, <laughs> we now have our first diagnosed case of climate change, global warming, or whatever. Man, I'm telling you. It, it, it is just, it's unbelievable. So we really have to, hmm, I guess the word would be take a breath as we deal with this level of insanity that seems to be coming a new normal for what we are. Now, I want you to hear this clip right here. And uh, this is an interesting clip, and I'll explain about it. Now, you're, you just have to listen to it, and then I'll fill it in after we after we go. So hang on just a second. Here we go. All right, guys, I don't have a lot of time, but I need to tell you something everyone needs to know. You see all these? See all these cases? They all got tablets in them. And every single one of these tablets has all of our information in them. Every single person that got the vaccine, your data is stored in these tablets, and they will control you. Stay woke. So the reason that little clip is interesting to me, this is a Army specialist. Now, that may not seem like a big deal. Uh, that rank is not one to be, it's not a very high rank specialist, actually. I spec four is a person can enter in the army at about an E3, E1 is your start. And, but when, but then you have to, you're split out. You go towards one path, which is say corporal, which is takes a leadership role as an NCO and then specialist, which gets into specialist activities. Specialist activities might be clerk, might be computer tech, things like that. Now, commanders always kind of scoff at, officers scoff at the spec, the specialist class they use them but they scoff at them but the sergeant majors know something about the specialists because they're always talking amongst each other and it's hard to describe why this happens exactly but they're always in the place to put pieces together and there's something called the spec four mafia in the army and if you're a sergeant major you always listen to what the spec four mafia is telling you if you're worth your salt. Now, if you're one of these arrogant sergeant majors that goes around thinking it's not important, you're a fool. But the Spec 4 Mafia usually has their ear to the ground on a lot of crazy stuff, and they're usually in the place like they're in with the clerks and things like that. They're doing clerk work or they're working with other senior people, and they're overhearing stuff. So when you have a specialist telling you something about the end in, the, in this video, which is up, it's on the Bards FM channel, on telegram when in this video he's walking through showing you servers now i don't know what's on the servers and i don't know what's in them and i don't know what he's exactly what he's referring to as tablets because it must be like uh, tablets of information like on an ipad or something but he's telling you that they're tracking your data now i don't think there's any doubt about that we're entering into a phase right now when the pieces of this puzzle are starting to become clear and it's not the white hat saving the day. This is a transition of, of humanity to a new era of existence, which is in this Industrial Revolution 4.0. And I've been saying this over and over, and I really want to go through it a little bit tonight. And I'm going to give you what my theories are of where this is going. So I want you to kind of understand the magnitude of what I think we're dealing with here. Now, the Pfizer CEO has come out today and, and yesterday and said that we are at a point where within about two months, 
we are going to be back to normal. The COVID will be over. Now, you need to ask yourself why he would be saying that. And I guarantee you there's going to be a bunch of the, there's going to be rumors floating around that, you know, white white hats are forcing a, a release of information and they're all trying to protect themselves. Nothing is Nothing along that line is proving to be true other than just people believing what they want to believe. And this whole idea that I keep talking about how the victories need to be looked at more deeply, there's way too much shallow reporting and shallow research going on right now. People are looking for a victory, seeing a victory, and believing in the victory and calling it good. This machine is worth trillions of dollars. I need you to comprehend that. This new direction we're going in the economy is worth trillions of dollars. And wherever you sit, you have to understand that Wall Street is the engine. Big and finance is the engine here. And they see what this is worth. So let's start, first of all, with the vax. The vaccine, it kind of goes in this, what is a bioweapon? It's not a vax. We know it's not a vax. It's what they're calling a vax to be qualified, to qualify that correctly. We kind of know basically it's working like this. Essentially, you get the first shot and it degrades your immune system down. It has some saline in it. It has a bunch of other garbage in it. All bad for your body. Shot number two, eight weeks later, which some of the new research is showing that that eight-week span is important because at the end of eight weeks, that's when you're through the cycle of eight weeks, that's when your body starts to regenerate new white blood cells. As it gets whacked the first time, by the time in the eight weeks point, it's starting to clear through and get rebuilding of the white blood cells, so they hit you again with vax number two. That's the booster. Or not the booster. It's the second part of the first vax. So they squack that down. So your immune system is degrading. Again, so you're down in a constant degradation of, of an immune system. And then you get into the third injection, which now is bringing in a lot more of the nanotech. It's bringing in a lot more of the hydrogel, the graphene oxide, these sorts of things. And slowly they're starting to move this through the body and they're getting a stable base that's starting to take over. And here's the thing. They don't have to have a stable base. What they need to do is break the immune system because then what they're doing is they're creating a perpetual client. You can't exist at a certain point after the number of the boosters or you will simply die. They have got you tied to their system. You either take their booster or you will die. And that that's where they've been adjusting these formulas to get your nanotech correct in you. Remember what I've said. One part of this operation is to call out those that have comidities. So by the time you get to the to this booster, if you have comidities, the weaknesses in your body, if you've got skin rashes, if you have if you have a heart condition, if you have a propensity towards strokes, whatever that is, it's going to amplify all of that because it's the way it's working is it's hitting you with all these other pathogens in these boosters that your body can no longer fight off because your white blood cell count has been depleted, your immune system's been destroyed. But with that, they're also injecting into you sorts of other great things like great, that's sarcastically said, nanotech and um, graphene oxide and hydrogel, hydrovulgaris, which is a living parasite that is growing within you. All of these things are important for their phase of control. Now, from what I can tell in this piece here, this is really important. You have to, I mentioned this last night, and it's really important to understand what they're doing to your body 
in the overall system. Now, what I'm going to tell you right now is my opinion based on research. I do not have a smoking gun document to point to it. But all the pieces point this way. Nanotech is a small engine. It creates, it it feeds off of other things to create its energy to run. It's like a small little engine inside of you. So in order for it to succeed, it has to feed off of your body's energy. And that's probably frequency. The more that you have in you, it's like having more parasites in you. So as the nanotech gets in you and starts to grow, there is, and the other components of nanotech, whether it's the DARPA hydrogel, all of this is a nanotech-based substance. The DARPA, the fibers, the nanofibers, the DARPA hydrogel, it has this sort of hybrid existence between tech and biological. And it's needing energy. It's going to feed off of you as the energy source. So it's literally degrading your energy level. So one of the neat little things about this vax, if you've noticed, is that people that take it constantly to complain about being fatigued, being tired. It's draining their energy down. Now, what this is creating is it's creating a very compliant, very shapeable, very controllable populace. I want you to think about master and a slave. A slave is been is works is worked hard in the fields or worked hard in whatever they're doing, their labor. They are they are restricted on lots of sleep and they're restricted on nutritional food. So the whole system, the body system is worn down to where they never really have enough energy or enough mental focus to break free or challenge the slave master. So a slave master can manage hundreds of slaves. Right now, where you're seeing is you're seeing a population that's taking this injection being turned into willful slaves. They don't even realize it, but they are. They're, everything about them slowly gets degraded. Now, last night I also read this very interesting perspective on things about how the, as we go through the future, it's really not about a big event. We're not looking for a big event that's suddenly going to, everything's going to fall apart. And I agree with this. It is, this is a slow, steady degradation of humanity. So I'll read this once again, because it's very appropriate for tonight. There is, there will be no collapse the way some of these people think of it. It's not going to be like the movie Dawn of the Dead, as this article wrote, or this poster wrote, or whatever, where one day suddenly Everything hits the fan and prices skyrocket and everybody begins to riot and the SS comes marching down the street to kill everyone. There will be no, quote, happening. It's far more insidious than that. Read, and he suggests reading the poem, The Hollow Man, which you might want to do, The Hollow Man by T.S. Eliot. I've read it. It's very, pretty interesting. You'll just notice that every day simple things will become a little more expensive. Everyone's homes and our apartments will start to get smaller. Your work hours will get longer. Your pay will decrease. You'll see your family and friends less and find that in time you care less about them. Those are critical aspects. These, the whole pressure on society is increasing right now. Inflation is up. Base inflation is up about 14%, the highest inflation since the 70s. We've seen a jump in food prices, a massive jump in, jump in food prices. And that's, up, depending on where you are, 15 to 30% in food costs. Gas costs are up 30 to 50%, depending on where you're at. All of this has happened within a year. So, and people aren't protesting. They're just trying to survive. 
Now add to that the, the injection, which is going to drain you down of energy. And now you start to see how this shapes out. It's a slow breaking of society and any desire to protest. They're just trying to put food to mouth. But here's where it gets really insidious. And this is now this is my theory, and I'm based on the, the research that I've done. We know that the graphene oxide, we know that the hydrogel and the, and the hydrovulgaris respond to frequency waves. We know that. And we know that there's been a massive push to get 5G in the system. So what that's telling me is there is a capability of changing people's energy level. For example, one of the things that they say in the new phones in coming out in 5G is you no longer have to plug the phone in. It will automatically charge from the 5G wave. So if, we are, if people who have been taken the injection can transmit and receive, which they are, we've proven that, then that means that you can receive the energy frequency to charge or deplete your energy levels. You can excite the, the activity of the nanotech to drain you down, or you can, you can provide the nanotech with more energy to increase, increase your energy. This isn't crazy science. This is right within the parameters of what they're doing, and it's all right there before you if you start to realize what they're capable of doing with this tech. So here's an interesting scenario. Imagine that you have riots going on for food, and you have riots going on for people that are upset about the restrictions or the boosters. But the deal is that these, these boosters now are these, the people that are injected all you have to do is dial their energy down by increasing the activity of their nanotech. And at the same time, those that are your oppressors, your police, give them a boost of energy, make them stronger. So you literally can play with people's energy through frequencies and affect the way people respond. Now, again, not crazy science, all within the parameters of what we're, of what we're talking about here, okay? Nanotech is far more sophisticated than people realize and it's far more capable you can deliver a nanotech in a nose spray. This is an absolute fact, what I'm telling you, and we'll just leave it at that for why I know so well. But you can deliver nanotech in a nose spray, for example, that can be designed to settle into the frontal lobe of the brain. And with a frequency burst, you can cause the nanotech to disrupt thinking so people can't think clearly. Isn't that interesting? Almost like you get ADD. All of this is capable, and all of that is right off the shelf of current science in labs around the country, like Yale. Just saying. So, literally, there, this technology is highly developed. So when you look back at everything that's going on right now, and people are so distracted with the mask, and people are so distracted with the injection, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to pay next week's bills, Wall Street's not stopping. People are still making a ton of money on Wall Street. The 5G network's still rolling out. We have the, we have the development of this biomedical. What's that about? Well, that's a whole new era of CRISPR technology and biomedical, right? And we have the advancement of AI. And you're getting that truth of its advancements in AI because they're telling you it's an AI war. We have to stay ahead of China. So they're dumping money into the military industrial complex to develop AIs. The problem you have in government is the government can't think. It is literally, by, its, by definition, our government is completely broken in a simple way. The government thinks in binary terms. Everything about them is cause and effect, good versus evil, black versus white, yes or no. There is no middle ground. 
everything is that way. And everybody thinks that way. So when you say pandemic, they say need cure. When you say pandemic's going to kill people, you say give them a vax. You can manipulate most people in government if you have the right people in place. That's We're seeing that because lobbyists and advisors are the ones that are manipulating some of the main decision makers. So it's pretty easy to make a whole army of hand puppets, which is exactly what we're seeing. Effectively, what I just said is everybody in government leadership is worthless because they're not thinking outside of a black and white scenario. They're not thinking dynamically. All of this is part of creating the new human 2.0. You do not want a dynamic thinker in human 2.0. You want an obedient thinker in human 2.0. So as we deal with human 2.0, which is part of internet 3.0, which is part of the great reset, which is part of the new industrial revolution 4.0, you see all that neat thing, how they all tie together? All of this is about creating a, a essentially a bipolar humankind so that it's either yes or no, black or white, zero or one. Everything is framed around a zero or one model. And they're doing it right now through social engineering. And you're seeing it. And it looks something like this. It's like we can't be safe until you take the vax. If you take the vax, you're an enemy of the people. You're a terrorist, in fact, according to Biden. And this leads to, as these extremes go about, people say they get boxed in with the extremes. And so this is the outcome, and it's the exact outcome that everybody in Wall Street and biomedical will love. People say they don't say no vax because that's the central problem here. They say, okay, so we have to accept the vax, but I want the choice of whether to take it. And they're like, cool, we'll give you that. We'll give you that little compromise. And in doing that, you get the illusion of freedom and choice because it's there. It's not, and it is no freedom. It's a trap. And why is it a tra trap? Because all they're going to do is continue to press forward more aggressively now with the, with the public's free will saying go ahead and go with the development of Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies, Internet of Brains. It's actually Internet of People, Internet of, of Brains. They're going to continue to push forward with all this concept of transhumanism, which is a massive energy engine in the economy behind the scenes. They're going to continue to push forward with all this new biotech because the main narrative is that, well, even though it didn't, a lot of people died, at least we saved ourselves from all dying. That's that garbage narrative that keeps coming out that it'd be worse than the Spanish flu. Had we not done this, you would be in 20, you'd be in 1918 and people, millions of people would be dying of COVID. That is the biggest line of poo you've ever heard. And I don't care who says it. It's a flat lie. But they've done this because they've created this bipolar world again. And that's the essential component of Internet or Human 2.0 is that Human 2.0 needs to have a degraded cognitive capacity. Free thinking is over. In fact, you've heard it here the French doctor who openly said that the era of free will has ended because they don't want that. They want to tie everybody's belief systems into a zero or a one. Once you get everybody thinking in terms of zero or one, you end up with the situation of a perfect migration and integration with the new AI grid. The more that you can tell people that they can't and this article that I, or this poster that I told you, uh, I wrote, you read yesterday, and I'll just finish this one paragraph here, which sums this right up. Whatever dream people used to have about their lives were, were going to be will become 
for them a distant memory. The only thing left for them will be the reality of their debt and their poverty. And every minute of every day, they will be told, you are stupid, ugly, and weak, but together we are free, prosperous, and safe. Build back better. There you go, right there. That's another big thing here is you're hearing build back better. If we're building back better, by definition, we've destroyed the old, and that is exactly it. They are destroying the old very systematically, and they're doing so because if I told you and sat down and told you, or a politician sat down and told you, said, okay, we're going to, we need to make America great again, and this is the path we're going to do. The whole world is going in this direction, and we, in the, direct, in the direction of advanced robotics, genetic engineering, or cr- using CRISPR technology, we... The whole world is pushing for 5G systems and, in, and artificial intelligence control. We need to have that in our, to make our country great and greater than everybody. So we need to dominate in the ideas of a biomedical system that can use CRISPR technology and gene editing to make you better and healthier. We need to have a country where everything that we do is based around an integration of 5G the tracking and monitoring of everything in the society, including you and everything you do, so that we are more efficient. And it's backed by an artificial intelligence, which will help us make better decisions or make the decisions for us because we're not capable as humanity to do it. And we need to build out a robust capability of robotics, which will replace many of your jobs, but we'll find new things for you to do. But robotics are more efficient. It's the only way we're going to keep up with other countries. If we laid it out that simply to most Americans, they would have said no. They would have said not a chance do I want anything like that. And I do believe that about the United, about Americans. Hence the reason that you've had such a stealth move. Why all this was done under the cover of COVID in the claiming of COVID that, it, that we needed to somehow save the country to create a better future and the whole future that has been integrated as we've gone through COVID has been this expansion of the artificial intelligence monitoring systems, tracking systems, et cetera. And they're continuing to roll this out. Their idea of how to integrate this gets a very draconian and they do see an ability to control people through the central components of food and communication and commerce, those three. Once you control the commerce and the food, they feel they can choke everybody off and control what they do and prevent them from doing anything other than what you want them to do. That's why you get to a point of resistance in something like this, and you notice that they're backing off now. They've pushed the injection for a year. In fact, the rhetoric of the injection started in May 2020 under Trump. And as we've moved forward, then we had the Operation Warp Speed, which launched, and this is the mass bioweapon being pushed across the globe. So it's a couple of goals have been achieved. There have been enough people injected with the bioweapon that over the next few years, not only will they die off, many, especially the elderly, but those that are wounded by it, damaged by it, create a perpetual flow of income for the hospitals, which is what is literally the ROI, the return on investment that was made in a partnership that is co-owned with the government and the pharmaceutical companies on these mRNA technologies. Now, hear what I just said and think about what I just said. They use taxpayer money to front an op- operation knowingly, knowingly that they would exterminate a portion of the population. 
in the the return on that investment are a couple of things. One, they've ex, they're exterminating the elderly class, which is reducing the burden on the Social Security system, ensuring that that won't be exposed as soon as they thought. They can sustain it a little bit longer with more printing of paper. And at the same time, they have created a class of people that will be, through the damage that this injection has caused, will have to rely on the new biomedical system that has been stood up around all this using the new class of drugs and the new types of biomedicine, which is going to be centered on gene therapy, modifying your genes, so that not only will there be a cash flow back into the system to return some of that investment, but here is the other part. It's a class of people that now are lab rats for this next generation of development in the biomedical field. What you're noticing and witnessing here is, yes, they're trying to make America great again by being dominant in certain t- sciences that are lead and com- and fundamental to the, industri- the fourth industrial revolution by using its own people in an Auschwitz-style experiment, but just not declaring that. Everybody that has their fingers in promoting this injection, no matter who they are, is guilty of crimes against humanity. End of story. Period. And that's where we have arrived. The problem is people can't focus on that because there's so many other things going on and because we've been pushed so much into a channel of thinking in terms of one and zero. Critical thinking is an exceptionally important skill right now. And that means challenging and questioning everything. You can't simply take things for fact or narrative. Everything I say here, and I always say it, research it. Challenge me. I have no problem. This is based on my research and things I've put together. But if you're going to be obedient to what is being said in headlines, reactive to what things are being said in headlines, then you're going to be in a place where you're going to constantly, constantly be be in fear, panic, and a narrow point of view. I'll see if I can bring up a piece here. It's, it's, I'll have to move through it if I can. I'm going to try to play it. Um, this is an interesting piece put out on a site called Suspicious Observer. I want you to hear this, what the guy has to say. And he makes some really good points. And he, he's reacting to some comments that were put on his page. Um, you know, every time there is any kind of space weather event coming at Earth, people freak out. To the point where they're showing up at Captain Catastrophe's channel like, he's covering it up. He's covering it up. Remember how afraid everyone was of La Palma? Tsunami coming at the East Coast. How many times have you heard, oh, some Russian scientist said this or that? This asteroid is coming close by and it has an uncertainty. There's this meteor shower and it's more than what they're telling us. But you didn't hear about it on our channel. How many times has the world ended? Then you get a coherent story based on science and with predictions of not only what we will see observationally, but what the scientific findings are going to be in the journals. There is the world of the mainstream where things are not told as they should be. There is the world of fear porn where things are not told as they should be. And there is appropriately somewhere in the middle, a place called the suspicious observers. And there you go. The suspicious observers. It's a really well said statement right there. When you start reacting to everything and responding to everything, you're blind to the truth somewhere in the middle. And he says it there. 
it's always something used to say. A commander used to say to me, the colonel, actually, I worked with for a long time. Between the extremes, somewhere in the middle is the ground truth. And that's about where everything is. Right now, we have to be constantly suspicious of everything. Don't go and listen to rallies or listen to rhetoric and just take a carte blanche. I know people want to hear in good news. I know people want to believe in a hero. Guess what? There are none right now. The heroes are us. That's who God put us here for. And we have to keep a critical eye to all of these things because otherwise we're getting trapped in this model of human 2.0. It's so important. Human 2.0 is in a concept is not is a, a, a amalgamation of a number of things. In the long term, they want to have the technology embedded in every person so that they can manage, control, and hybridize the human species to move it away from God and move it into an integration with the technical sphere, the AI system. Understand that the people in Wall Street, that the people in the science labs that are looking ahead think that transhumanism is a great thing, not a bad thing. They see it for all of its benefits in their mind. They think it's incredible to be able to augment your vision, to see different things. They see this as incredible to be able to merge you into the working systems with AI, to get rid of carrying devices and instead have the appliances embedded in you, to have the technology to where you can start thinking and accessing the, the parts of your brain that aren't, in their opinion, working, which they're always working, but use that to tie in. And what they're also seeing is this ability to build an artificial intelligence system, which what is what they're calling Internet 3.0, where the human mind is linked like the original Internet model was. Remember, Internet was based on decentralizing computation and spreading that across thousands of laptops, and it was a resiliency model in case of a nuclear attack. That was the concept DARPA created. Today, that next generation is linking people's minds to do the same thing to maximize computational power. That's the, what they're doing. There's much more to it than that. And so when you hear them say things about singularity of an AI system, that's how they're achieving, they will seek to achieve singularity, is that the AI system then will achieve singularity through the internet connectivity of people's brains. We have to have the reasonableness to step back and step away from the desires of easy, convenient. It's going to be make your life more efficient. These sorts of catchwords, catchphrases, making things better than they ever were before, all of this. What was so wrong with America in its way of living 200 years ago? What was so wrong with America the way it was living in the 40s and the 50s? Take away the things like World War II and the the things like the Wall Street crash, which were both manipulated, but go to the principles of how people were living. But suddenly we're in an era where none of that was good because we need to build back better and make it greater than ever before. Why? What we did and what our life was that worthless that we had to destroy it, build it back better and suddenly make it better than it was in my life or whatever. It mean, everything that you've done in your life was worthless, but now we're going to show you how it can be better than before. That isn't, that's tr word trickery. And it's all designed to take your eyes off the ball of what's really happening. Like I said, along this whole COVID path that we've been trembling along, stumbling along would be a better term, 
The 5G systems have been rolling out at full speed. The 5G systems are also 6G capable. That's a very important statement because in order to achieve meta or the metaverse that they're talking about so much, which is an augmented reality, a constantly existing augmented reality where you can go around on your days and you can literally walk through the world, the real world, and you will see what will look just like the real world, but it's actually a digital representation being projected into your your brain. That concept can't exist even with 5G. It needs what they are projecting to be 6G technology. So they've already, all these 5G towers that are going up, they're setting that up to be 6G as well. And so as they do this, they're pushing out this injection, which is critical not only to call out society, but to get the technologies, the the understanding of how to embed the technology in people. Now with that, there's people dying. So you have to create the distractions so that people don't pay attention to it because you don't want people waking up saying, wait a minute, this injection's going to kill me or is killing people. I don't want anything to do with it because if they won't be part of it, they can't make their trillions. You know, it's just like when you have the FAA telling you that we're grounding, we're grounding the aircraft or we're going to hold back, I'm sorry, on the rollout of 5G because or AT&T is now saying that they're going to limit the C-band but they're not allowing the forward movement of this because airlines are saying that the pilots, the aircraft will be grounded. What you're really hearing is there's pilots, so many pilots getting sick and dying right now that they don't have the airlines, the aircraft, the pilots to fly the aircraft. So they're going to use the 5G story, which is this threat of C-band to cover the reality that they are literally having to ground planes because the pilots are all, so many injected pilots are sick. They're trying to go after the truckers right now, which is important because if you can wipe out the truckers, you're forcing the development, which they're already testing. You're forcing the acceptance into self-driving trucks that don't need truckers. As truckers get sick from the injection, they start to die off of a quote-unquote other variant, which is coming, and they start replacing them with a AI 5G network system it's running the supply chains because it's autopilot trucks. That's already been run. It has been run from Arizona to California in test runs right now. So all of this is happening before us, and our biggest task is to maintain critical thinking. That is the way out, one of the most critical paths out of this process. Don't accept narratives for what they are. Read, expand your thinking, do things with your hands. Don't just be doing nothing. Do things with your hands. Build things. Create things. Draw things. Write with a pencil. Write with a pen. A lost art almost these days with some of this generation. Do things that build your capability. Observe. Watch. Listen. See with the patterns. I can't encourage that enough. The one things that I, I have done for and I do, I did it when I was in special operations, was to watch patterning. What type of trends pop up? What's going on in China? What's going on in Europe? What's going on over here? Do they link? What does that look like? And pretty soon you start to see the flow of things. None of this stuff is unrelated. The entire world is still in some form of a lockdown. And you're getting played between the binary sides of Democrat, Republican, good, bad, evil, good, whatever. It isn't that simple. God doesn't create a binary world. He creates a world of infinite. 
But in order to control us, control everybody, we have to get people down into this 2.0 model, which is a binary model. And plug them into Internet 3.0 as we move into Industrial Revolution 4.0. So you start to see the trend again. It's all about getting you boxed in, thinking of, and telling you that we can't survive otherwise. We as humanity have to evolve. We as humanity have to step up and go beyond because we're now at a plateau of our evolution. We've been destroying the environment with our recklessness, so we now need artificial intelligence to help move us forward to the next level. We need to embrace the, the symbiosis that will occur as we accept our will and give our will to AIs that will work together to guide us to a greater enlightenment, a greater awakening, a new golden age of making America greater than ever before. That's the garbage. And it's straight up garbage. When we take our path back to Christ, we take our path back to the worship of God and put that as center. Now we're getting some traction. And when you do that and you put your faith in Christ in this walk, you pretty much find out that when you look across the way, what do you see? You see a bunch of idolatry and foolishness and a bunch of clowns dancing around on stage as puppets from some major puppet master, which is just a show that I don't want to watch or participate in anymore. We need a time of a rise of human critical thinking, a rejection of much of the technologies that have been overlaid upon us, and a return back to the fundamental things. Ever notice how your parents' generation or your grandparents' generation were so unbelievably innovative that they are always able to solve critical problems in our generation, so much of the dependencies is buying something or getting something pre-made, but their generation was on repairing and fixing things. Notice how like on a basics of a car, how they've developed cars to where we're supposed to have the auto shop do it because you need some computer analyst system to look at your car to diagnose what's wrong with your car. My first car, I was expected to have to re- fix it and diagnose it myself. That's how my dad raised me. Today, when you do that, you're like, oh, it's in the computer brain. I don't know. I'm going to have to plug it into a system to tell me what's wrong. That's completely nonsense. But that's another form of stripping us away from the fundamentals. And things are going to get pretty crazy. And it's going to come back to us being able to solve problems, build domestic or your localized sovereignty, connect with your community to overcome challenges and innovate past this binary model that they're trying to force us into and tell us that there's no other way out. There's no other way to the future but our way. And I said, oh, no, that's not true. There is another way. There's a very big way. I'm walking with Christ, and that's the pathway. And where that leads me has nothing to do with you over here that are telling me that it's a one or a zero because I don't believe it and I won't accept it. And that's how we all have to be. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this time of coming together to reflect very critically upon our world. And we just pray tonight, Lord, for the critical thinking to rise within people, to give true thought to what they see, not be reactive, but to see what's before them and ask the hard questions. Take the filters off the vision that we have, see the world clearly, and ask the hard questions of what drives things, what, who, what, when, where, and why of things not just to accept things for face value. Lord, critical thinking is one of the beautiful gifts you've given us, and we're blessed, and we thank you. And we just ask for the continued rise of that, the 
the awakening of that within people to shuck away this narrow, limited view of the world and start to realize the true gift of infinite that you give in each one of us. Ask you to guide us, protect us in this time. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Critical thinking or human 2.0. It's a choice everyone's going to have to make. And the more people that walk down the path of human 2.0, the more cattle there are to slaughter. This time where you're hearing the promises of things like no, no more mandates, that's not a choice. It's a trap. And if, if you're looking critically at things, you'll see it. When you look at Youngin or whatever his name is from Virginia, look deeply at his EOs. Ask the questions. What are they really delivering? What is he actually doing? Look at it. Study it. Why is it that his executive order that, that banned the VAX mandate is only applicable to the executive part of the government? Is that maybe because he's in that part of the government and so are his, his buddies and cronies? Probably true. So look critically at these things. Ask the hard questions and don't accept the narrative that they're trying to force you on. Remember, this is a good cop, bad cop play that they're doing on humanity across the entire world. And the good cop, bad cop play is telling people that you either have their way or the other way. But we do have another way. And that other way is our walk with Christ because there is the foundation of truth. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers focused on opening your thoughts and minds. See the world clearly. Don't get anchored in the simple things before you or the reactive headlines or the fear porn that just smothers people. To quote our discussion before or our the the piece of YouTube I just played, be a, a suspicious observer. Good channel to follow too, by the way. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Our biggest issue is to trust in him implicitly and not get distracted by the noise. And there's a lot of noise and it's increasing and it's getting busier all the time because they don't want you focused on the truth. And the truth is we don't need them. We just need God. So, patriots, God is going to win this thing, but we're here for this time in this place for a particular reason, for such a time as this. Put that as a badge of honor. God doesn't play, and neither should we. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, Meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion 
that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.